SeatGeek is the easiest way to find the best deals on tickets to pretty much any live event. Concerts, sports, theater, comedy, whatever you want. Download the SeatGeek app today and enter promo code SEATS to save $20 on your first purchase. Hey everybody, it's Therese Paler, Chief B-Rider with the Kansas City Star. And I'm pleased to welcome the entire A-Team for an emergency Facebook Live slash podcast slash whatever. It's just a bonanza of Chiefs news. Uh, this is probably the only thing that could have brought the four of us together at 11 p.m. on a Tuesday night in the offseason. Am I right, fellas? That's about right. <laughs> Not that I don't love you. Uh, Let's go. I, Sam Mellinger. I love What's up? I got two thumbs to the sky. To the sky? Okay. Bye, <laughs> Gregorian. Uh, I got one uh, one eye looking out the window at the bat light you cast up in the air for us to respond to. <laughs> hey, we lost Blair, so I'm going to dial him back in, okay? Hey, hang with us. We got to get all the right. whole A-team on this thing. This is big news, folks. This won't take long at all. We want, we'd like to welcome you guys. We're just getting set up here. Thank you for joining us. A lot of stuff going on. Blair Kirkhoff, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great tonight. Good talking to you guys. All right. Sam, you and me while we wait for Trez to hey, get hey, a for hey, now. Blair. Hey, there we're back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Vahe Gregorian, say hi. Hi, I'm here still. And uh, Blair Kirkhoff, say hi. Perez, Sam, Vahe, how are you guys doing tonight? I'm sitting here with a with a Tank 7 and just enjoying the evening. You know what? <laughs> what a day. Um, lot, lot of, hey, hey, and Sam, I didn't have to fake the juice on this one, buddy. Okay? <laughs> Know what I mean, babe? You break that. You, you break that story. I know what you mean, babe. Hey, the juice is very real tonight, okay, babe? It's gonna be all week. Therese's <laughs> week. You, you got that right. Hey, can I, Therese? Can I ask Sam how many uh, other Mahomes stories he still has left? Oh, in his, uh, we have so well, much. We give Sam. I, some, I, go ahead, Sam. Well, I think, um, I, I know that's a rhetorical question, but um, if, if I get if I get a key piece of information that I think the three of you know exactly what I'm talking about, uh, a, a key piece of evidence from somebody, then I'm going to write the dog out of one more, at least one more idea that, that I've got right now. Sam, you get so much grief for being like the Mahomes. I probably got three Mahomes story in the can too, man. Like, yes, yes. we just ready for the, you know. Um, Trez, here's what I know. When when he made that throw against the sideline in Denver, I wasn't the only one getting out of my seat acting like an idiot. <laughs> the most embarrassing moment of my professional career. Uh, um, that was bad. Um, hey, listen. I just love football, though. The throw was amazing. And now you might see that. Look, we got a great show for you guys. Thank you for joining us. You know, we're going to break, we're going to grade this deal. We're going to go over all the pieces, first of all, okay? Uh, then we're going to have a moment where we talk about what we can expect from Patrick Mahomes. Maybe even coming up with mock stat lines, okay? What we think he can do next year. We'll have a quick moment of Alex Smith appreciation, which he does deserve. And I want you guys to take some moment to appreciate that, okay, guys? Um, 
And then we're going to have a Q&A where we take your questions. We're going to jump to the Q&A real quick, though, because somebody asked me where I'm at. Um, I will not so happily tell you I'm at the Courtyard Marriott in Minneapolis. Uh, not one of the finer properties I've been at. Um, I know you guys probably think I'm at a Days Inn or something like that. Uh, but it will do right now. So thank you for joining us. Fellas, let's look at this crisply. The Chiefs, by trading Smith, clear about $15.6 million in cap space. Okay. At, the, at this moment, they were about to be eight, $8 million in the red. So this create, then now they're about $7.5 million uh, in the black. So that's one thing you've done. You've also cleared the way for Pat Mahomes to be your starter. Okay. And you've also done it in a timely enough fashion so that he has two years to start. You have two years, okay, to base whether or not you want to activate his fifth-year option, which will be sky high. So that was very important that you do that. So you don't give him this guaranteed money based on one year, okay? What you have also done is acquired a third-round pick, presumably to fortify the depth on your defense. And lastly, you acquired a cornerback that privately I'm hearing other players on Washington were saying, why did we trade him? He's our best defensive player. Not lying. Dead serious. So, fellas, where we, how are we going to grade this? Um, I, I'll, I'll go first. <laughs> I am astounded that this happened. Like, I, I, I don't know. What were the Reds... What, what were they bidding against? I Like, I, I'm trying to, you know pump the brakes a little bit, not be, you know, the homer or whatever, but the Reds, they just got fleeced. Can you imagine being a fan of that team? Oh. And, and and you just traded for a quarterback who, at least in my opinion, like, I think Kirk Cousins is better than Alex Smith, but they're, they're probably, you know, uh, comparable. So you get kind of the same quarterback. You give up a third-round pick. You give up a really, really good player who's 22 years old on a rookie deal. And you're guaranteeing Alex Smith seventy-one million dollars. They what? What am I missing? By the way, the Redskins old sorry Washington's old general manager Scott McLuhan just tweeted, "I would have never traded Kendall. He can play inside and outside. He's high character, young, and a football player." Well, look, anytime you can trade a guy like that, who's cheap, by the way, he makes less than one point five million combined the next two years. You gotta do it. You know? Hey, uh, Scott, Scott, hey, not wait to throw that bomb either. Like, he couldn't wait on that the way, the, the way he got traded. I know. He couldn't wait. He had that one in the coffer. Well, hey, just uh, the, the latest out of Kendall Fuller himself, by the way, you know, about an hour ago he was tweeting, man, I'm safe. I ain't get traded. And now he's got a, uh, a Simpsons uh gift going me on twitter after tweeting all that then finding out i got traded he's fading back into the bushes so <laughs> a little bit sloppy of the washington organization and, and how it handled this it, is, it was definitely you know, on washington putting an exclamation point on that it was definitely on washington because that's not the way the chiefs generally handle business that that's on them you know like that's something that you know they they, they should have told the guy faster you know that's on them uh but i will guarantee you this he would be welcomed into kansas city he gives it let me read you guys some stats on Kendall Fuller, who was graded one of the best slot corners in football last year. 55 tackles, four interceptions, 10 pass breakups. Do we need to sit and reflect about how many times the slot corner got thrown at last year? 
literally every, every watching time. Kendall Fuller tape right now as we as are we you. Tape, <laughs> by the way. You can no longer make fun of me, Sam. You got to the <laughs> Kendall Fuller amazing. tape before me, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I had less to do, by the way. <laughs> he's, a, he, he, he's, a, he's a Baltimore resident and went to Virginia Tech, so it's probably going to be a little difficult for him to, to, you know, to move from that area and pack up and come to this part of the country. But everything I'm seeing and hearing is, you know, this was a guy who, who was a third-round draft pick two years ago who had a first-round grade. But he had a knee injury his senior his last year at Virginia Tech. So uh, this is a I mean this is a this is a great get for the Chiefs, isn't it? I mean th- this is this is fantastic. I mean I, I thought we, didn't we all think you know, third, we were talking what they're going to get for Alex a second round a third round they're going to get a third round and they're getting him they're, right. they're getting uh, you know Fuller. That's the thing. That's the key. Yeah. You know, you got a guy who's already a couple years in a league. This is plug and play now, okay? This is plug and play. Um, yeah. You know, teams aren't just going to be able to throw at that other corner, you know? So that's the thing, man. I, for them to get that, and I, I'd be shocked if these picks aren't spent on defense, by the way. They're old. They need to get younger on defense, okay? So this needs to keep going. You understand? Um, so, yeah, I'm giving the grade an A. Blair, you're giving it an A. Vahe, you too? Yeah. Okay, all of us giving it an A. I'm absolutely giving giving it an A. Hey, Therese, just from a procedural standpoint, I know you wrote this extensively in in, in, uh, your your incredible coverage, but just for people that are are tuning in, can you just give a quick primer and a little explainer on on that the deal can't be official until March 14th, but... It is done. I mean, the deal is yeah. done, right? There's it, no, there's yeah, no. it's agreed to. Um, both sides have agreed to this deal. It is done. Cannot happen until March 14th. Um, you know, it didn't have to happen now. I mean, it could have happened in three weeks. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, it, but it's done. The, it's in place. It's been broken. It's been confirmed multiple times. Got it. That's it. It's happened. Um, all right. The, the interesting part about this, aside from everything, is that, hey, you know, Patrick Mahomes is going to get a chance to start here. And I think we know firsthand um, how much fun he can be to watch. What, what, what is the most intriguing thing about Pat, you know, kind of getting the reins here? I, I think what it tells me that they pulled the trigger on this already, what it tells me is that what we saw in Denver, Sam, you know, and the, the, the sense we all got from Andy's reaction after the game when he was trying to keep cool but couldn't and let his body language betray him was real. We're not crazy. That dude was balling that game. And if you check out my story, which I encourage you guys to do, I talked to Akib Talib at the Pro Bowl on Sunday, and he was like, <laughs> he was like, yeah, man, he was awesome <laughs> to some degree. He's like, I'll pull up the quote here shortly and do a better Tlaib impression for you. But, like, Tlaib is like a real dude. Like, seriously, Tlaib is like a real dude. He doesn't just say somebody's good when they're not, okay? Seriously, he just doesn't do that. So, for him to say that about Mahomes, no, it's for real, okay? Um, Fellas, Mahomes takes. How, How good would he be right now? What are you interested in seeing? So, I've been thinking about this, as you guys may know. Um, he 
changes what the Chiefs are capable of. He changes how they're going to play. He changes how they're going to plan. He changes kind of yeah. everything. And there were, and look, like, uh, I, and I think I'm, you know, uh, a party of, you know, one of four who agree with this, that, that Alex Smith took more grief than he deserved. Absolutely. You know, all that stuff. Yes. Uh, but um, it's also true that six of their seven losses this season, uh, they could have avoided with a better final possession. Right. Now, I don't know that if Pat Mahomes was playing, would they have been able to win, uh, I guess, nine, because they, they won that Denver game. Would they have been able to win those nine games from ahead? With Pat, um, you know, throwing the occasional interception over the over the middle or whatever, I don't know that, um, but I feel pretty confident that they could have won at least a few of those seven, a few of those six. Yeah. Well, let's let's not forget that in the in that Denver game, he came out, you know, with the win. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> the game got tied. They put it back in, and he, you know, he put a game-winning field goal drive. So he's got that going for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, you know, to your point, Therese, too, I'm, I'm looking back right now at, at uh, some of the stuff we did from the Denver game, and, and you reminded me by what you said, Therese, that Andy, Andy, like, you know, he's Mr. Close to the Best, but he's, like, saying stuff he would never say, like, Mahomes had complete command of the offense. Yeah. Uh, even when they were throwing, throwing, you know, it was like, he's not just banking on a skill that he's been blessed with. He's, I mean, I, I, and I, let me just throw this in there from my perspective. You know, I've been a little more hesitant about him for whatever reason. I don't think I saw as much of him as you guys did in the preseason, et cetera. Um, that, that game, that game just completely sold me. I mean, you, you couldn't watch that game and, and not feel like this guy's a difference maker. And look, he's got to do a thing or two. There's going to be some one step up, two step back kind of things. But I think he'll be really uh, the guy he means to, or the guy he can be sooner than later. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you guys this. Um, there will be some rough spots with him because there are with all young quarterbacks. There will be some goofy throws you never saw with Alex. But there will also be some throws on the plus side of that ledger that you never saw with Alex as well. Um, and let me just read you some quotes from people I've talked to here um, at the Senior Bowl and Pro Bowl and uh, Super Bowl. Akib Talib. I think he got what it take, man. He's got a super strong arm. He can make all the throws. Listen, this is good. He can make all the throws. He made great reads in our game. I know he had a simple. Ga- I know we had a simple game plan on defense, but he made great reads and took control of the game, which is just what Andy Reid said, right? Okay. I talked to Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy said, "Patrick, everything I hear, he's gonna be great." Oh no. Okay. Here. All right. I'm glad you're back. Patrick, he says, Patrick, everything I hear, he's going to be great. They love him in Kansas City. All right. And Chris Collinsworth, all he said was, I heard he's like a secret weapon. So we know that there's no shortage of, you know, people blowing guys up and gassing guys up. But on the real, uh, Mahomes has gotten a lot of buzz around the league. And I think... From the Chiefs' point of view, can we all agree that they needed to do something like this to kind of get people back in the Chiefs' boat? Because a lot of people were very upset about the decision to retain Bob Sutton. And I will get to that here in a moment. Can you guys not let me forget that? Because we need to address that. Okay. Absolutely. And I'll just chime in real quick and say, like, I think Sam used this term the other day, and I think I used it uh, once before, but just 
they had to jolt the status quo. I mean, it, you, you had to shake it up in some measurable, substantial way. And, you know, we will, let's go to the Bob Sutton thing in a bit, but, um, but this is that sort of thing. It, it, they, they had plateaued. Yeah. I cannot tell you how well, many. Go ahead, Sam. Go ahead, man. No, all I, all, all, well, all I remember is the last time we talked, um, you know, Ellis Boyd, Red Redding was narrating, and I'd like to tell you, Chiefs fans fought off the sisters. <laughs> But life ain't no fairy tale. <laughs> I would tell you something. This is this is literally Chiefs fans, you know, crawling through the river of foulness and kind of emerging on the other side and see what to Um Mainly because, mainly because the amount of tweets I got about Bob Sutton being retained was amazing. Um, very unhappy fans. I had people sending me emails saying, like, forwarding. <laughs> like the things they said to the Chiefs about how they're not renewing because of this. Um, so I have some thoughts on the Sutton thing, okay? You guys want to know why he was retained. I can tell you. But using deductive reasoning. I know Andy was not happy with the end of the season. I know this shocks a lot of you guys who thinks he's just okay losing that game. And he's not, okay? Uh, he's a pretty competitive guy. So if he kept Bob Sutton, it was probably for a reason. So I started saying, okay, I'm going to give Andy the doubt and I'm going to think about this, all right? He did this because he must have realized the defensive talent on that side of the ball was hamstrung because of the cap situation they were in. Let's think about this. Aside from Benny Logan, what fortification was done in free agency last year on defense? Anybody got somebody? Nobody. 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 Um, and, I, and Sam, you wrote like some really like good, intriguing stuff about why it was the wrong decision. And I'm not here to tell you that's wrong. I'm just trying to figure out why it happened. You hear yeah. me? Um, For sure. Uh, and so my thing is, I, I think the Chiefs and Andy said, I believe in Bob Sutton. I think he called the defensive game plans he did because the talent on that side of the ball wasn't where it needed to be to be good. Without D4, you can't say that Frank Zombo is like a, an ideal match to Justin Houston on the edge, right? How many sacks did he have? It's not enough. You got to have two. I don't think, I think Andy took a stand for his guy because he believes in him. He didn't believe that he got a fair shake with the talent he had on defense. And you can look, argue with that point all you want. I'm just telling you what he probably thought. And just, there's no other reason to keep him if you don't think he didn't have a fair shot, okay? I'm just. There's no other reason, guys. Can anybody find another reason why that could be the case? You know, I think maybe he's going after next season because now they got a second, two-thirds, I think like a fifth. Like, they got picks, and now they're going to have a little bit of space to do stuff with. You know, you saw some of the personnel at key positions. They had to bring in Darrell Revis, okay? Um, and then the, the edge rush was a problem. These guys got worn down as the season went on. You know, there, there's work that needs to be done on the defensive side of the ball for Bob to, I guess, in Andy, I'd assume, in Andy's mind, to be given a fair shake. So just understand, you don't have to agree with that. And I'm not even sure that's 100% correct, but that is my theory. And I actually believe in that. I think that is true. I think that's what happened. Um, and I do think this kind of thing is the kind of thing that does make people step it up, right? 
Alex Smith had to hear about Patrick Mahomes for five months. And what did he do? Okay? So... We're here. Yeah. So, listen, I, I, I think... The, if Bob doesn't know he's on the high seat, now nah, he does. Yeah, if he didn't know before, he does now. So, you know, you guys are going to be critical of him, fans. Um, at, there's a chance he rezzes his level a little bit, okay? So let's just see. But I think that's what happens. To, to rest, do you think this means a little more uh, sideline chat with Andy and Bob, like you were uh, suggesting earlier? Like, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Bob, you, you think uh, maybe you could go ahead and just dial up a little something? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you, you want to dial up one of those pretty blitzes, babe? Okay? <laughs> I, That's listen, an extra year and everything, you know. I wouldn't uh, be surprised if they, if Andy was like, "Okay, Bob, here's Kendall Fuller. Um, here's another free agent somewhere." That's not going to be too expensive. I don't think they're going to have the money to go throwing around now, okay? Um, I, I actually don't think they're going to go splurging too much now on defense. Um, I think that I think that they might end up carrying some of that money over to next year and really do some damage that way. Because this year with Pat starting and needing to go younger on defense and get guys experience, um, I think that's a, I think that this is a bit of a transition year. So I don't know how much sense it makes to go spend a lot of money on guys. Okay, um, that's just another theory. Uh, but what do you guys think about my Sutton take? Are you guys okay with that? If that's Andy's reasoning, do you refute it? What do you think? Okay, Sam. But, yeah, go elaborate because yeah. you wrote some good columns about this. Well, I, I just think that um, there are no boats without holes, and and I think that um, I agree that they need they need better talent. They need better talent. Whether Bob Sutton's the defensive coordinator, or whether you know Jack Del Rio or whoever else anybody wanted, uh, but you know I, I think you can judge him based on what he had. And as much as we can talk about Eric Berry's injury, and I'm not trying to downplay that, I literally think that Eric Berry has a chance to be in the Hall of Fame if he can stay healthy and, mm-hmm. and, and kind of do what he does going forward. Uh, but every team has injuries, right? Like the, there's two teams playing in the Super Bowl right now that, that overcame a lot of injuries. And he got a full season from Justin Houston. That doesn't always happen. And, and I think about um, a, a team – I think about watching a team – that you know, t- two things from that defense this year really stick out to me mm-hmm. uh, in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe more than that, but uh, but two immediately come to mind. One is mm-hmm. how long Dan Sorensen was just exposed and, and put in a position to fail over and over and over again, especially against the run, but sometimes against the pass as well. That that was an adjustment that took way too long. Uh, and, and the other thing is they need they desperately needed a pass rush. The, the, this is a defense that's built on getting to the quarterback on disrupting the passer and he did nothing you know like i mean they they just um you know we joke and and like the more therese impersonations the better but (laughs) they had when when pro football focus has the chiefs like you know i'm gonna get them mixed up but one was like the 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 lowest in the nfl and one was like fourth lowest something like that in the nfl in in stunts and blitzes yeah this was a team in desperate need of you know manufacturing a pass rush and bob sutton wasn't even trying 
And, and I think that, you know, as much as Dan Thornton got exposed in some ways against the run and as a tackler and all that, I think he's a pretty good blitzer, actually. Like, I, I think he's, he you know, has some that. timing, he has some smarts. Yeah. Uh, Derek Johnson, you know, same deal. And they just weren't doing it. They, they've got athletic guys on the front, you know, Chris Jones, Alan Bailey. Like, why, why not run some stunts with these guys? Like, and, you know, they just weren't doing it. There was just no adjustment. And look, like, I, I'm not here to tell you, like, Bob Sutton, uh, I think he's a good coach. I think he's a good man. And, and and the, the, it's easy to forget, but the four years before 2017, they had some pretty good defenses. So I'm, I'm not here to tell you that, like, you know, if Bob Sutton can be a good he, he can be the coordinator of a good defense if everything goes according to plan. But, you know, you, you can't just be a golfer where you can hit it down the fairway when there's no wind and it's 72 degrees or the wind's blowing against your slice or whatever. Like, you've got to be able to adjust. You've got to be able to do some other things. And, and to me... I just thought he got exposed in 2017, and that to me is a reason to move on, not a reason to, to have faith because of what happened before last year. Let me, let me also say this. Yeah, what, I, I did hear oh. rumblings uh, today that the, that the, the that the and I didn't have it good enough to report, but like I heard stuff about our old friend John Dorsey being interested in uh, Alex Smith, and lo and behold, a report came out of Cleveland that <laughs> Alex turned him down. <laughs> he he no, really. fell apart because he didn't want the extension with Cleveland, and I don't blame him. No, they, John, to get that thing together. Snarky comment to somebody today. You know, and, wasn't Alex Smith making the rounds? He was. Uh, on all the national talk shows today? Isn't that interesting? Yeah, he sure was. Yep. Yeah. What, what, what's your interpretation of that? What, what is that about? Oh, Alex knew. Um... I thought he, I thought he was acting a little interesting when I was talked to him down at the Pro Bowl. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I've know, I know the guy a little bit now. It's been five years. I just, yeah, he didn't say anything that you know that could have led you to believe that he was leaving or that he knew. But like, all you gotta do is put the pieces together, and you can tell. You know, and Alex did. Andy didn't tell him he was coming back. Alex gave a lot of like very vague answers. He knew he wanted to come back. It wasn't his choice. It is what it is. I actually am kind of happy for him though. I'm glad he's not going um, to Cleveland, a wasteland in a way. I, you know, at least Washington, the way they handle business there. You know, I don't know, but at least they're competitive. Um, and Jay Gruden is a good yeah. coach. So it, as far as situations go. As far as situations go, it could certainly be worse. And he is getting paid a pretty penny, okay? Oh, my God. Yeah, we, we can make Browns jokes, but I, I'd turn down an extension anywhere other than the place that was giving me $71 million. I mean, <laughs> I mean <laughs> that is incredible. That, that's an incredible yeah. amount of money, fellas. I, you know, I, so, no, he's doing just fine. And I think, uh, you know, I think he'll be okay. Uh, can we... While we're on, Alex, can we talk about him and just kind of appreciate what he did here? Yeah. 50 and 26 as a starter, right, Vahe? Team was 2 and yeah, 14 before he got here. Go ahead, Vahe. Well, no, and you, as, you, as you already pointed out, sir, you know, this year was kind of the anvil over his head of uh, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it was the old, you know, pressure creates diamonds thing for whatever reason. I mean, some people thought he was pushed by the idea of Mahomes. Uh, you know, other stuff, maybe he saw stuff in Mahomes that, that brought it out of him. Whatever the reason, I mean, the guy is a constant pro, and, and uh, he, had his, he had his greatest season with all that there. Everything on the line, he, he did all he could. And, you know, the, I was looking this number up. The Chiefs were 25 and 55 in the five years before, and 50, uh, 
six years to be called a bust to be compared to Aaron Rodgers like weaker guys mentally are done your career's over you made a lot of money congratulations you're done he can he can he, Alex Smith has a tremendous amount of grit to have Patrick Mahomes drafted and you be a lame duck quarterback and respond with the season of your career Alex is a tough dude man like he has a lot of grit and perseverance. This guy's a good quarterback, good face of the franchise, never once embarrassed his team, handled every tough question, um, tried to be helpful with the media by you know, by not lying. He like just trust me when I say that Washington is getting just a, a solid professional quarterback. Hopefully for him, their offensive line plays a little better than the Chiefs did. And if they do, he can do a lot. Okay, he's always been a guy that's needed the strong running game. If he can continue to push the ball downfield and the offensive line plays better, you know what? More power to him, man. You guys should be very thankful for everything he did here. I know there was a lot of playoff heartbreak, but at the end of the day, he made you better. You know, you came a long way since 2012, okay? All right. Um, you fellas ready to answer some questions? Yeah, go ahead, Vi. Uh, one, one quick question, and probably a uh, book. On this, but I was just thinking uh, obviously the backup quarterback isn't going to be Tyler Bray. 
Um, I don't know that. I think Bray knows the offense. They've invested a lot of time in this cat. I don't think he'll be that expensive. I don't think that when he was drafted, he wasn't drafted as somebody people thought would pick up an offense super quickly. From his point of view, I could think of way worse situations than being the backup here in an offense you've been in five years. If I were him, I'd try to stay. I think, you know, I know it's that's not what you want, but he's not going to get a starting job somewhere, okay? His best, uh, his best chance is a sign here, I think. Um, be the number two quarterback. If Mahomes gets hurt, he'll have his shot. And he can either get traded or get paid that way. But his command of the offense is the most important thing, okay? And there's no question wherever he goes, his command of the offense will be best here. So I'm not sure the book's closed on him, by the way. I think they might want him back. And I think he, he needs to be open to coming back. And I think that might be what's best for his career, believe it or not. Um, or at least somewhere. Best for him. I'm not convinced it's best for the Chiefs. Or at least, or at least somewhere, or at least somewhere where he knows the system, like Chicago, or you know, um, you think that they need need to bring in a veteran quarterback? Then, huh? That's interesting. I can see that. Who are you thinking? I kind of like that too. I I don't know. I don't have a name for you, but I just somebody who's been in the league and seen a lot of coverages. Uh, Somebody that comes in. I mean, like. This, this name is like poison in Kansas City, but uh, sort of like how the Titans brought in Matt Castle to be, you know, kind of a, a sounding board for Marcus Mariota. Just yeah, like, I can you see know, that. yeah, just just somebody like that, that you're sort of hiring, you know, for their brain for what yeah. they do in the quarterback room with with that kid. That, that's what I'd be looking for if I was the Chiefs. They could, you know, find the right fit for the right money. Yeah, I can see I, that. I, I always, I always get. I always get a little concerned too about first-time starting quarterbacks, and uh, the, the, I think that the potential for injury increases with inexperienced quarterbacks. And um, you know, he's going to, you know, Patrick Lady, he, he, he's going to escape the pocket you know, several times just just because of his, his experience. And you better have somebody. You know, the Chiefs had a great scenario this year, right? With uh, with Alex and and, mm-hmm. and Mahomes, yeah. and it's gonna it's, it's gonna be whatever whatever it is, it's gonna be less than that next year. Um, yeah. So I guess you gotta brace yourself for that. Couple things, man. A lot of our readers, and by the way, guys, we got a season high, maybe all time high, three fifty watching. Um, <laughs> That's right. A lot of people are saying Chase Daniel, and I could get on board with that. He'd be yeah. perfect. Chase Daniel, sure. he yeah, would be a free great. agent. Yep. Chase, he'd be perfect. Chase Daniel, no doubt he'd be perfect. But yeah. if I were the Chiefs, I'd still look at bringing Bray back. I'm sorry, guys. Like, I think you can try to make an offer to both of them. I just, maybe Bray can go somewhere else and compete to be the number two, but, you know, still long term, man. I, I have a hard time thinking there's a situation where he knows he's going to know the offense better than this one here. So we'll see. I'll do more important on that, but I, I don't think that he's ruled out a return here. How about that? Um, all right, let's get to some questions. Um, Jason Collinsworth, who's been one of our more avid A-team watchers, thank you, Jason, says, does bringing in Fuller affect bringing back Marcus? No. I think Marcus will get his option. I think they will exercise that. I think the team considers what happened in December. Uh, he, you know, It was a meltdown, but they still th- believe in the guy. And I think Marcus, 
did a lot of things after that from the giveaways and stuff to kind of show he wants to be here. I think Marcus will get that option exercised, and I think there's still a lot of believers in him in the organization. I do think They're Fuller will step in and start. Positions, right? Like Marcus is on the outside and, and Fuller's well, at least so far right. career played mostly on the inside. I think Fuller's going to be a starter. I think that he's going to be the starter in the base 3-4. He's good. And he is he, good. He, he, right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> let me say this, and then I want to hear your – your. I want, let me say this, and then I want to hear your opinions. I think he'll be starting the base and then go inside on the nickel probably, but he is good enough to play outside. He will absolutely log the second most snaps outside of Peters at corner, provided he stays healthy. He does have an injury history, and that's something you got to know. But he's cheap. You didn't invest a lot of money in this guy. So what are you seeing on tape, Sam? He's really good. He's He's up for his next deal. He will only be 24. That's it. He's younger than most. 
Mahomes. He's younger than Mahomes. Like, like, I mean, he's the same age, you know? And that that means that you're going to pay him on his next deal right up and right through his prime. You know, that's perfect. That's what you want. That's exactly yeah. what you want. So the ability to get this guy who, again, I'm told people in Washington, teammates were like, why did we trade him as our best defensive player? You know, um... People watching this might be interested that the uh, the first major negative play that I see is uh, he got beat pretty cleanly and badly by Travis Kelsey down the scene. Uh, <laughs> in, in that game okay, that's what was it? Was it was it a go ball? What was it? Was it a? No, it was like sort of a uh, just over the middle. It wasn't a go, um, but it was. Uh, let me just, let me try and find it again. Um, it's thirty-two yards, uh, kind of over the middle. He just kind of beat him oh, step yeah, to the outside, and then and then over it, the middle. Yeah. Early, in the, early yeah. in the game, that was the yeah. first big play for the Chiefs that night. Yeah, kind of minute left in the first. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Minute left in the first. He just kind of yeah. takes a step to the outside and then beats him in. Okay. Hey, I want to read this by Alex. The Redskins really got a good player there. <laughs> Um, I just did it. I did an interview earlier with the folks in Washington. Um, I don't think they're too thrilled. Um, I, think, I think they're pretty concerned about the Alex Smith, Kirk Cousins trade-off. From their point of view, though, I just don't think they were going to be able to resign Cousins. They messed around. They played around. They didn't pay him, and now he's just going to go wherever he wants now. And they needed somebody to remain relevant. I think it is what it is, man. Um, let's well, answer some he, questions. Oh. You know, I, there, there's been a lot of speculation about him. You know, I still think Jacksonville needs to pay a guy, man. Blake Bortles not like a guy, man. Um, and there were some other teams, but Cleveland. Then somebody, who else, guys? Help me out here. There were, well, Cousins, Buffalo. Buffalo, Den- yeah. Denver. Yeah. Uh, Denver. 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 Arizona. Um, you know, the Giants might need a guy. But, you know, the, yeah. There's, there's some teams. Yeah. We've gotten so many questions tonight, guys. I can't begin to answer them all. I'm trying. We're going to go for 15 more minutes. We're going to do a true A-team after dark, and that's it. We thank all you guys. We're still well over 300, fellas. So know that you're putting in work for the whole team here, okay? Uh, Mark Allen says, does Darrell Revis have a place on this team? I don't think so. Um, I think, you know, the option was put in there in case he really came in and bought out. I think he was better than anyone else they had. I don't. I, I do think if he came back, he'd be on a bit of a sweetheart deal. We'll we'll just have to see. Okay. Um, the key for this team is getting younger, right? Yeah, yeah. And guys, the, the key for this team is getting younger. Yeah. And letting these young guys get experience. So in 2019, I think they can make like a full fledged run with a ton of cap space and two full drafts under Veach. Okay. So just hear me on this. Just understand. This doesn't mean they're gonna stink next year. It, it, it means I'm not going to pick them to win the division, but I think they could win eight, nine games. You know, But I think they're going to have to give young guys some time. I, I do. I think this That's going to be good enough to win this division, though. <laughs> uh, you guys don't believe in the Chargers? I, I don't know. I, I think nope. it'll be, you know, it's, the Raiders might bounce back with Gruden. You know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. So, uh, let's see. Okay. What's behind the curtain behind you? What, what's your view like at the? Uh, at the oh, you guys want to see? Oh, it's so great. <laughs> A lovely, just just snow, in in an Audi dealership, which is what you want. Um, yeah, the lap of luxury. <laughs> the highway. Yeah, the highway. Yeah. yeah. 
Ravens. Good stuff. Uh, here's, here's a question. Here's a question from Keelan Elliott, who doesn't believe in this trade and doesn't like it. A, a rare dissenter. I like it. This is good. Good discussion. Well, yeah, good discussion. What, in your opinion, makes Mahomes stand out against Smith and vice versa? What is your opinion on Big 12 quarterback history in the NFL? And how do you feel about QBs coming from spread offensive schemes in the NFL? Blair? Yeah, the history of Big 12 quarterbacks in the NFL, not so much. I mean, uh, Sam Bradford um, might, might end up being right at this point the most successful. Uh, Vince Young, not a career. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Texas Tech quarterbacks before, when, when, when Patrick Mahomes started against Denver, he became the first Texas Tech quarterback to, to start an NFL game um, I think Stan Humphreys or somebody like that. And, I mean, not not in the not in the Mike Leach, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury era had you know had a Tech quarterback start in an NFL game. So uh, it, it's not a they, they have a lot of stats, a lot of great numbers, uh, a lot of Heisman trophies, the Jason Lights, you know, the the Eric, the Eric Crouches, but the, those guys don't uh, they don't translate into NFL quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah, Mahomes is different. I think Mahomes is different. That's interesting. Okay. Um, what makes him different? I think that I answer the question, Blair. Arm strength, you know, the, the, certainly the arm strength. And um, it, what makes him different is we saw him in the preseason, and we saw him against Denver, and we, I, I think we saw enough, and I know the Chiefs saw enough to be convinced that uh, that there's something special about him, something different. And uh, we'll see. I mean, he's still, still, he's got to go out there and prove it. But um, he, 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 let's just say that uh, becoming, becoming the most successful. Um, okay, we're back. Okay, good job, Blair. Um, that was that's. I basically agree with those points. Um, Jason Roberts says, 18, retain or drop D four. Uh, regardless of what you think is D four as a player, he does have pass rush skill. The Chiefs needed that, guys, okay? And one more thing. What do I always say, fellas? The contract year is what? Yeah, he's going to play his ass off, okay? I'm just going to – his A-team after dark, I'm pretty sure I can get away with that. He's playing his ass off this year, okay? Come on, guys. He's – was he 26? He's got one chance to make a big deal. Come on, dude. He's going to play his butt off. Um, now, I don't – like, do you want to be the one to sign him to the next deal? That's the decision you got to make. But you want to be the beneficiary of the D4 contract year. That much I can tell you. That much I can tell you. Yeah, um, that is well said. That, that's exactly right. Newspaper question from Chris Clatterbuck. <laughs> do you ha- all have Alex Smith columns in draft, like celebrity obituaries, or was there a lot of scrambling tonight? Well, from my point of view, you know, I've been scrambling anyway because I'm at the Super Bowl and I'm in my hotel room. But you fellas were living your lives. Like, tell us, what, Sam, what were you doing, brother? I literally just sat down on the couch when my phone rang and it was uh, our boss, Jeff Rosen. And I answered and I said, hey, man. And he says, are you writing? <laughs> I was like, I was literally in my toddler's room 30 seconds ago. <laughs> happy that he's asleep. What happened? Did Eric Hosmer sign somewhere? No. Uh, Therese Paler just broke the story of the year. Uh, Alex Smith is being traded. Do you want to write? Yada, yada, yada. A half hour later, I had a call of him. 
<laughs> I was uh, next on the phone chain, I guess, and I got a, uh, a call from Jeff saying he had talked to Sam and wondered if I might like to write too. And I thought, yeah, I, I'd like to write. <laughs> and uh, um, seemed like one of those nights, and, and uh, so just, yeah, kind of scramble mode. Uh, was watching the State of the Union, wasn't getting a lot out of it, so it was, it was, uh, it was time to, time to, to, you know, time to get into gear. I was watching the state of Trey Young uh, go for 44 <laughs> against uh, against Baylor and switching back and forth between that and Kentucky, somehow finding a way to beat Vanderbilt in overtime. And um, uh, and then I saw the call uh, on ESPN, and um, I said, well, there's a little bit of news going on in Kansas City Town tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank, thanks to our thanks to our gracious host. Nah, that's right. right. Hey, you guys. Hey, can can I, can I, yeah. Let okay. me say something real quick, Trent. There too. I've just been having a little email exchange with our friend Liz Clark at the Washington Post. And she's great. I, I, I'm not sure who all knows her and our staff, but she's she's really a wonderful person, a great reporter, and uh, says that uh, we'll, we'll really like uh, Kendall Fuller. He's a, a blithe spirit, a fun guy, smart. Hmm. But the thing I really wanted to say was uh, the the point that is. It's kind of glossed over because he was already working. But hey, the Washington Post, I'm looking at this this uh, paragon of journalism citing the Kansas City Star as, as first reporting this. And, and not to not to uh, lather up too much on our own here, but Trez, man, he's just done an unbelievable job with this and everything, especially in the last 10 days. And then this is a absolutely, that's just an incredible break, breakthrough story that you got. Oh, thanks, man. Hey, I was, I was happy reading the Darren Sproles story you wrote. <laughs> appreciate you guys. I love you guys for that, but one thing I can also tell you, you guys all know this because you've been in this longer than me. Hey, the one thing about journalism, you, you can't feel good about anything too long, okay? Nope. Yeah. Five minutes later, I'm finding out who the player to be determined was, okay? So I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, oh. but no, that's a big win. Yeah. Getting it, like, you know, having the first news on it's the biggest one. But like, you guys know this. Tomorrow, something could happen and I'll be chasing. You just don't know. So I, I appreciate you guys, but I've been doing this long. Hey, I've been doing this for a while now. Hey, babe, I know. I know how it goes. Know what I mean? All right. Well, I'm having a tag 14 in your honor tonight. Oh, <laughs> All right, let's let's run through some more before we can get out of here, okay? Um, five more minutes. That's it. Joel Rain says, after all the backlash Washington got, is there any chance that they back out? No. That's horrific business. No one will ever trade with them again. Um, Jacob Wynn says, is there a worse situation for Alex outside the money? Stuck in mediocrity with Washington. Do you guys think there's something to that? Did I give him too much credit? I don't know. I was stuck on $71 million. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know he's doing all right. He's made what, $100 million, uh, in his career. But, yeah, I mean, that, that, that franchise has some, some dysfunction, you know? I mean, you know, and, and their guy finding out that he got traded from Twitter, and, you know. That's quintessential <laughs> Washington. Not, you know, yeah, that's not an outlier. That's um, quintessential that Washington. Franchise. Yeah. Um, Chad Stewart says, this Brett Veach guy, am I right? This is the third one that he snagged here that looks pretty good on the surface. Raglan was a steal. Very good player. Okay. Um, 
Harrison Butker plucking someone off the practice squad. And this trade right here, you know, he's got a hit on the draft picks, obviously, but as far as making something out of nothing, I mean, do we agree? Pretty strong start for Brett here. Yes. You know, pretty strong. He's been aggressive, hasn't he? And look, the the Irving thing, we're going to see on that. I don't know. He, he, he needs to change his body. You know, that might have been a miss. But, like, overall, man, I, I, it's kind of hard to nitpick much Brett's done, man. You know, it's hard to find backup swing tackles anyway. Kind of a low-risk move. You know, you can nitpick the Irvin thing, but no good ones are available at in training camp, you know. Um, if he's going to be aggressive like this, I think you can feel pretty good about where this team is headed with Brett Veach in charge. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is a... Um, this this is the kind of thing. It takes some skill to do a trade like this. Um, I'm sure. T- I heard. I've heard. Sc- you guys know how it is. A lot of you got. All you guys were beat writers at one point. Um, you hear stuff, but you don't know it well enough to report it. Like I heard that this was that they they were getting offers. Like I heard that right. So, but I didn't like know it. Know it. So that means that Veach probably had to play some offers against the team. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, he kind of had to yeah. ferret out the best one. And have, have to assume that this was the best one. Because Cleveland, we heard out of Cleveland that they tried. So, um, <laughs> this is interesting, man. I, I think you can feel okay with where this team's headed. Um, and one thing we do know, all those people that were talking about getting rid of season tickets, if Mahomes is a quarterback, you might end up regretting that. I don't know. I don't know if I would do that. And I wouldn't take – listen, I don't care. I'm not a Chiefs fan. I'm t- but I'm just saying that guy's a really fun quarterback to watch. You know what I mean? I don't know. If he played for the Lions, that might be what it took for me to get Lions season tickets. All right, last thing, last thing, last thing. Um, oh. What's Mahomes' final stat line for 2018? A good question by Steve Kissel. He says, I think he'll top the 4,000-yard mark. What do you guys think? One of the other things that came out last week that I had, um, Andy Reid called the plays against Denver. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's really yeah. intriguing. That really caught my eye. I, I was like, oh, huh, okay. Yeah. I guess I 
would yeah. say well, 12 interceptions, 26 touchdowns, something like that. But it, I think it's going to be interesting to see the kind of games Andy calls for Pat. I, I just, I'm really interested to see because there was so much shotgun well, in that game. I, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. And, and how about how about the new offensive coordinator, new quarterbacks coach, home homing lineup mm-hmm. uh, to that position? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? You're right. I think that there were a lot of. If you look at the staff, that Andy promoted a lot of young guys. Man, I wanted you guys to take that out of the story I wrote on that. Like, please understand, Tommy Brasher, Brad Childress, uh, Gary Gibbs. They were all sixty and older, man. All these guys Andy promoted are like in their 30s. It's going to be a younger, more enthusiastic staff. Okay? And I think that that's something. Now, you don't have the same knowledge, but, you know, I, I think that Andy's kind of banking on a younger, more enthusiastic staff. I think he's banking on a little more talent on defense, and I'm thinking he's banking on Mahomes really growing and making some throws that you can't teach. Um to, this still might be a bit of a transition year, but if that's the case, they're setting it up for a Super Bowl run in 2019. I can tell you that right now. If, if that's what the, if that's understood by the owner, the expectation the next year is to make a Super Bowl run. I can tell you guys that. So, uh, closing thoughts. We'll go around quickly before we get off. Sam, you want to kick us off? I mean, look like the prisoner of the moment. Um, I don't want to be, but I don't think I am. I think it, we, we, we all expected this move, you know, like the, this is a very expected move. But I, mean, I think it's literally true that the Chiefs and Kansas City sports over the next, you know, maybe decade uh, just changed tonight. And, and the Chiefs are certainly, you know, changed what they're capable of uh, for better or worse. They became a hell of a lot more interesting. I think a lot better as well. Bye. Yeah, and I, I'd say, you know, just echoing that, basically, but, I mean, it, it, it's a breath of fresh air, and, uh, you know, there's, not, there's no reason to feel bad for Alex Smith. I hope he has success in his career, but, think, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's going to have an opportunity one way or another and make a lot of money, and, and this is an exciting turning of the page, uh, one way or another. I, I, I mean, it, it, and it got better, too, with this, this trade. I mean, I, I don't know what... Just to refer really quickly back to what we were talking about earlier, I mean, we, we were talking about, you know, would they be able to get a third-round pick for or maybe a second-round pick, and, and, and look what they've got. So they're better, they got more money, um, and, and they've, they, you know, moved on to the, the most anticipated guy that uh, certainly in the five years I've been here that, that, that's come to town and, and probably in a good deal longer than that. Mm-hmm. Um, Blair? Well, I'll say I remember the day that the Chiefs signed Alex Smith, mm-hmm. and it was it was an exciting time. People were thrilled about that. Think about what the Chiefs were coming off of and, at the time. But so any any news like that was interpreted as good news. Well, we bid farewell to Alex Smith, who um, uh, gave us five solid years, and it helped stabilize the franchise. That was. As, as Sam and both Sam and I have said, was was reeling when when Alex got here and, and Andy and and Dorsey, but I, I think I, I think people are even more excited about the prospect of, of Patrick Mahomes. And Vahe said, "Well, again, the, the, getting Kendall Fuller in, in addition to another draft pick uh, is is quite a coup for the, for the Chiefs." And and I think the second night of the draft is going to be a lot of fun in Kansas City in April. They don't have a first-round pick, but now they've got, what, a second 
more breaks down now at least that right now. Some people brought up some people brought up that Kendall Fuller's older brother, Kyle Fuller, is a free agent. And as you guys know, I'm very much in on junior and senior on the back of jerseys. <laughs> and I love brother combos. I love them. I'm in. Let's go. Bring the Fuller brothers. Let's go. Let's see it. Let's see K. Let's see KY Fuller and KE Fuller. Let's go. Let's do it. Um, Nathaniel, I've, I've talked a lot here, so I'll keep it simple. Nathaniel Thompson said, 15 times yours. That's it. That's where we're at. Alex had a good run here. I hope you guys remember him for all the good he did. You know, appreciate that. But it's okay to look forward. Remember we said at the end of the – remember we said it after the Titans game, they had to do something to get people on board because you can't just like – you can't just like treat your fans like the sisters on Shawshank and expect them to keep shelling out money. This is the kind of thing. No, this is the kind of thing that they had to do. I thought, I thought Sutton might be a part of that. Andy keeping him shows you he didn't think he was the problem. It was the players and the talent and the cap situation they were in. Don Dorsey was relieved of his duties last summer. <laughs> so the scapegoat for that's already been handled. Um, you know, so this is where we're at now. They're going with the younger quarterback. They're going to try and add some younger talent on defense. The ball's in Brett Veach corner. And it's also in Andy Reid's and Patrick Mahomes. So a lot to write about, a lot going on. We thank you guys for watching. Guys, we've been over 300 this entire time. Um, killer show. Fantastic. We will load the podcast. Um, we appreciate all you guys. I appreciate you guys getting together on short notice, man. This was awesome. Yeah, man. Congrats again to us. Hell of a thing. Thank you, guys. No, this was an A-team victory, fellas, for real, always. And, you know, the, the ability the, no, the ability to get together and commiserate like this, like this was the fun part, you know what I mean? And I can tell you, I wish you guys could see all the likes and hearts we're getting right now, seriously. I really, I really, you guys, I wish you guys could see that. So, hey, thank you, guys. I'll be here a whole week in Minneapolis. So if you like seeing, if you, in this room... If you guys like the corporate champion and you want the corporate champ to stay in Kansas City and to keep coming to Super Bowls, click on my stories. I'm still shilling for clicks. I can't help it. I'm the corporate champ. See you guys.